come to you on our last day together for Second Timothy and First Timothy, actually. Um, and it's the end of Paul, too. So it's a little oh, bittersweet. Be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm sad about Paul. Like Angie was saying uh, the other day, like her perspective on him has changed. And I'm like, yeah, same here. I just have this tenderness towards him. Yeah. I'll read. Yeah. I was yeah. waiting for Rosemary. I was waiting for Rosemary. She had the look of like. I do have like a hundred things. I was just like, it's not like we're boy, like crushing on him like we were with Nehemiah. It's like, but it was just like. <laughs> we're not fangirling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so well, yeah, Paul we has changed a lot from. First Timothy to Second Timothy. Like That's First Timothy, point. he was really aggressive, and he was really. Um, he, I mean, he just was flat out like, "This is what has to happen," and and a dogmatic. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. That's a great way to say that. But now we see him just really pouring out encouragement and love to Timothy, and actually others as he's going along. Oh, so. Um, Hmm. He must have read James too. <laughs> the heart, the heart matters. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's getting Aww. soft in his old age. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, Terry, why don't you, yeah. Finish right. This. Finishing up 16 to 22. At my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me, the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from a lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Great Priscilla and Aquila in the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus greets you as, and so do Pudens, <laughs> Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. I like that ending. Yeah. I like the ending. I tell you, I almost cried when um, I really read that at my first defense. Years he's poured into these people. Years. He loves them so much he would give up his own salvation for them. And at his first defense, no one came to his support, but everyone deserted him. And then I thought, that is so sad. And then I thought, same with Jesus. They all deserted him. Yeah. And and so here, poor Paul is deserted for for a time, you know, for a time. But he's so gracious, may it not be held against them. He's already forgiven them. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's I think he's softened in his age and maturity a little bit from the first one. Well, yeah, but even it. even from he, who he was. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Big changes yeah. in his life. Yeah. Have we even talked about who Paul was? Did we? I think we did a little bit at the maybe? beginning. Yeah. yeah. But um, you can mention a few things. Well, okay. So he talks here about, he says, I was delivered from the lion's mouth. So we kind of think about that as figurative, but this was like during Nero's time, he literally mm. was throwing Christians to the lions, like yeah. being devoured mm-hmm. by lions. So yeah. this is also quite possibly literal. Mm-hmm. And Publicly at the Colosseum for yeah. their entertainment. For entertainment. Right. Now. right. Yeah. Go on, Suzanne. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Paul, before he was Paul, was Saul and was helping to hunt the people down who would have, this was before Nero, but who would have been thrown into the lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, or and Paul stood by and watched him be stoned. Yeah. 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 So, in fact, he he's the one because he was the instrument that was used for them to be stoned. You know, he went out and hunted them, captured them, arrested them, and then brought them so they could be stoned. And held their cloaks for them while they stoned them. Yeah. Mm. I mean, big change. Big change. Yeah. Big change. Oh, my. And here he is, and his heart is so tender. Mm-hmm. And saying, oh, don't hold that against them. Yeah. But, you know, he said, Jesus stood by my side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. And gave him strength. Mm-hmm. So... He's well aware of what brought, who brought the change to his life. And, um, you know, if God is for us, who can be against us? I think at this point in his life, he, he really understands that scripture um, because he knows he has done what God called him to do. And so he's got the Lord right there with him. Mm-hmm. And so then his reaction is much like, is like Jesus's was, you know, Lord, don't hold that against him. Forgive them. They don't even know. Just like he didn't know when he was stoning those Christians. This serves as absolute evidence and proof. And I will very rarely say something like that strongly. But this Mm -hmm. serves as absolute evidence and proof that this is not anything that we can do, that our salvation does not depend upon us. Like Rosemary, you were talking about that yesterday, about it's not our works. It's the work of Christ. Like this right here, Paul right here is absolute evidence that it is not us Mm -hmm. and that it doesn't matter what we have done once we and what our past is. Like once we know who Jesus is and once we walk with him, there is power in that. There is redemption in that both on this earth and eternally. And that it's okay. We are still going to be loved and we are still going to be cared for. And Jesus died for us before he, any of this even yeah. happened. Because he knew that we were going to be super messed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that we would need that. Yeah. And that there's nothing that we can do. And that was God's plan. Was for him to, to send Jesus. For us. 
which you see from the very beginning, which is why the Old Testament is important. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's I am this whole good. week up. <laughs> yeah. 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 But how sweet that he says, the Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. I wish I knew further what happened to Paul, like right after this, Mm -hmm. because I don't, maybe somebody does. Did Timothy get there? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, we'll know someday. We will. Mm -hmm. So along this whole process, it's like we're hearing Paul talk to Timothy and just exhorting him, encouraging and talking to him, you know, over and over. And I just, it kept bringing up my um, Lent saga. <laughs> it's like, you guys, I want to talk about this. Because originally, like, I'll do Lent or not do Lent, depend, you know, kind of the way normal people do it. I'll give up one thing or something and hang with that. But this Lent, it's been, okay, give up sugar. Okay, great. Well, get, And I'm feeling there's still something not quite there. And then it was like, well, maybe give up YouTube, maybe give up this or, you know, so as I was, and and then continuing to do this Timothy study, right? And it's about arguing and um, all of this. And I went, great, now I have to give up arguing. And it just kept, it was like, this line is really hard because it just kept changing, right? And so, okay, because clearly I, I was listening to Jocko Willink, so clearly I didn't give up YouTube <laughs> so, all the way. But he was talking about how a commanding officer's job is to make sure his soldiers know the mission. He goes, it was easy in World War II. It's like our mission, defeat Nazis. Much harder in Vietnam because the mission kept changing and soldiers kept saying, well, why do I care if they're communists? Like, what's going on here? And, and so it was really difficult to keep soldiers on that mission, right? And and it could even go in to other other wars and things like that. And so I was in he goes that, that that's in a company. When you're the head of the company, you need to make sure everybody's on mission. And then I was like, Paul's making sure Timothy's on mission. Yeah. This he's not, he's saying here, this is where it's going to fall apart. This is where it's going to get good. This is where you, you need to keep moving. You need to keep moving. We need to stay on mission. And so I kept sticking with my arguing. And I was like, oh, wow. When I start arguing, I'm not on mission. I'm not lined up with God's mission. When I, and, and, and that was that piece where I was talking about globally. Everything that we do, I think it happens in us first it, internally. Um, and it can happen with us and God that way. It can happen with us between another person, then in our families, then our groups, and um, states, countries, you know, can have these. And when we're arguing, we're not on mission, right? We can look at like as Americans, if we're arguing about our identity, we're not on mission together. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong, and the, whether it's the CEO or whatever has to happen, our identity has been corrupted. And I think that's what God's going after with Lent for me this year, is when you're arguing, Rosemary, you're off mission. So it can be as simple as, um, like, why am I arguing with God about having chocolate cake when it's during Lent and I said I'm giving up sugar? What's the mission here? (laughs) Right? Right. It's just like noticing that. And then it could be, um, why am I arguing with this person about God? He's like, you might be off mission, Rosemary. 
that may not be what I've been telling you to do, how to approach people or to be with people. And it was like when I'm arguing with God about the state of the world and things going on, he goes, you might be off mission, Rosemary. You may not be hearing about what I have to say about what, what's going on here and who's in control. And I just, I just wanted to bring it up because one, it's been kind of filtering through every, all this, you know, episodes, but, but that I think that's ultimately what Paul is doing for Timothy is making it very clear. It's like Lent is like a, a line in the sand. You know when you've crossed it, right? And so Paul is trying to outline these things. Study the God's word. Be in Christ. Do these things. Be careful of Alexander. Do this. These are all lines in the sand that Paul is laying out for Timothy in an encouraging way to make sure that he can carry on the mission because Paul knows he's out very soon. And so, how crucial this is that that mission continues. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a lot of stuff about it, but what do you guys think? Yeah. You're still going to eat chocolate cake, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat chocolate cake because that, that's Absolutely. not my battle. That's not mine. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm messing. So. It's a grown-up Protestant. You know, it's not a big deal for the, the Lent thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I yeah. actually had someone say to me, um, we were talking about going out to dinner and she said, oh, but it's Lent, you, gotta, you can't eat meat. And I was like, uh, I can eat meat. <laughs> I can eat meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's interesting. Like I grew up in a faith and it was like, you had to do it. But then once I left that particular faith, it was like, I don't have to do it. Now I want to do it at different it. times because what a season this is for me to wrestle with those lines. Mm-hmm. And see what I'm doing, what's going on. So, and it's just been bugging me all the way through Timothy. Mm. What is Paul doing? What's happening here? Just the big, big, big picture on this. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're called to live a fasted life, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. So, I think as you're wrestling with all those things, I, I think we all do. We may call it something different, right? But it's it's really giving up my way and giving way to God's way in our lives. Um, and sometimes it takes something concrete mm-hmm. to make us really be able to get our head and our heart around it. Like, I'll give that up for you, God. Well, we really have to give up everything. Like Paul said, I'm like a drink offering. I'm being yes. poured out. Um, so at some point, we have to surrender ourselves to Him. And I don't think that that happens in a one-time I'm all surrendered. I think that that's a continual process from the day we meet Jesus until the day we go home to be with him for eternity. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a lifelong process to learn how to give up your way and your rights um, for him, for his, for his way and his rights, for the mission. I like how mm-hmm. you said that. Yeah. yeah. There's only one mission. Right. You know? Um. And, and that's his mission. It's not mine or yours or Suzanne's or Terry's. It's his. Mm-hmm. We get to be a part of that. And I think that that's a glorious thing. And we all walk at it from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I'm seeing Paul. Timothy has a certain perspective. Now, these other people that he's mentioning may have other perspectives, like Mark. Mm-hmm. So you, he has to deal with them in different ways. You know, one of the things that just sort of hit me was, you know, Paul was this bold, tell him in your face kind of guy. Yeah. Timothy was certainly not. 
And yet Timothy's the one that Paul kind of chooses to carry his mantle, to carry on in his footsteps. So how awesome is that? He sees totally different personality in Timothy than he's got. And yet he sees the way God has gifted Timothy and the call that God has put on Timothy's life. And he respects that. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't discount Timothy. He doesn't, um, he doesn't say, well, you're not like me, so you're never going to get there. You're never going to, you know, be able to impact the world like I did. He doesn't, he doesn't look at it that way at all. Timothy's like his total opposite. And yet he sees that this is how God is going to move forward. Um, in building his church. It's with Timothy. Yeah. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. I think that's really very key because you're talking about the mission. The mission never changes, but the vision of how to achieve the mission will change. Will change. Mm-hmm. And it will change on your um, audience, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. and it will change on the players. Um, because like Paul, Angie, like you just said, Paul was like brash and in your face and Timothy was not right. He was more gentle and caring. Mm -hmm. So the mission is the mission, but the perspective in which they approach it, the vision that they have to approach that mission is going to be different. And that's so important for us to remember also, because we are all different and, um, the way that we approach things needs to be for the mission, but the vision of how we approach them is it's okay if they're different because we will reach different people too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It just helps us to respect each other, I think, and and to respect everyone's walk with God, to know that it doesn't have to look like ours, that it won't look like ours. You know, God made each one of us to be so unique um, I don't think any, I've never met any two people that had the same kind of walk. Yeah. And, and I think a combination as we all come together as Timothy and Paul are coming together, Timothy's pointing out things that have to, that need to get to address those guys in the church that are causing problems, address this, address that, that Timothy may have moved away from, but with Paul's encouragement and his focus and vision, he could come right in. And, and take care of it. So it's a combination of us working together towards it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's, that's really what it, what it boils down to, right? Is like yeah. moving together to, to move the mission of Jesus Christ. That's really what it all boils down to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. as we finish, should we just say, the Lord be with your spirit and grace be with you all. And then let Angie close us for the series. Amen. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Father, we receive that. We really do. That grace would be with us. Um, and we're so thankful that we get to be a part of your mission. Um, we're so grateful for your word to see Paul and his life and how he... Um, reached out to Timothy, someone who was very different than him, but how he had full confidence um, in passing his mantle, the mission onto Timothy, because he knew that you were the one who would strengthen Timothy. And so, Father, I just thank you that you are with us, that you strengthen us, that you give us grace so that we can 
live our lives in this world um, and be a witness to your goodness and to your great love, to the sacrifice that you made for us. Um, Father, thank you that you've given us an invitation to be a part of your family and to be a part of your purpose. Um, And Lord, we just thank you again that you have given us a written word, that we can read the word, that you have shared with us the stories of your people through the ages from the very beginning, Father, and how you have wanted a relationship with each one of us and developed that relationship with each one of us and brought us um, into your kingdom. Lord, that's really a pretty awesome thing. So, Father, as we close out um, this year, really, this semester in Second Timothy, we give you glory and we honor you and we praise you because we know that our lives are hidden in Jesus and that he is the whole reason um, for everything that we are and for everything that we do. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your grace. And we praise you and we bless you and we honor you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Ha, ha, ha.